Oh man, welcome to the OOP. It's your boy Gooop. Any big boy. Handy big boy. Listen, this I know. Listen, I usually record these on Monday mornings. I know y'all are used to already hearing my voice by now this week. But let me, but you know, your boy had to take it a little easy, you know. Had to take it a little easy, you know. It's been a rough, uh, a rough few days. A rough few days. Um, my chair's squeaking. I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if you can hear it. A matter of fact, I think I'm gonna. Oh, there we go. Stand back up. You know what I'm saying? That's what we do. Uh, when things don't work properly, you know what I'm saying? When things refuse to be quiet, you stand up, you know, because uh, everything responds to uh, decisive masculine energy. All right. Let's uh, fucking. Yeah, it's just it's just been a week. You know what I'm saying? A lot has been going on. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Had a. Uh, Had a, a good uh, a good comedy friend, you know, passed recently, Renee Luna, you know, a great comedian. If you got to hear him and meet him, you know how special and how much of a blessing, you know, it was to know him and to, you know, hear how he went about the craft and just to kind of, you know, just, just all, all in all, just, just an amazing human being, you know, and, uh, you know, he had been uh, going through cancer for you know, a little over a year now, you know, uh, sometimes things just kind of go that way, you know what I mean, there's sometimes there's no real rhyme or re reason to why, you know, things happen, sometimes things just kind of head in that direction, and, you know, you know, some, unfortunately, it happened to uh, a great person, a kind person, a loving person, uh, who didn't deserve it, you know, so, uh, big shout out to Renee Luna, you know, yeah, a little, uh, appreciate it, you know, I just appreciate being, get, being able to know him, you know, a lot of drama, you know, a lot of drama, you know, I know, I know that kind of started off sad, you know, kind of a little, little bit of drama, you know what I mean, a little slow, a little morning, a little blue. Is how this podcast has been in the first uh, three minutes, you know what I mean? But uh, <clears throat> we're going to bring it together here. But yeah, there, there, there has been a lot of drama going on, you know, a lot of drama. Uh, recently, some of my girl's friends came, uh, came over, you know. And, uh, you know, I'm going to keep it hot. I, uh, I, I realize I don't really like hanging out with newer couples especially when it's like me and my girl you know it's, it's just me and my girl and another couple wants to hang out or you know do something and they've only been dating you know a few months or maybe like a year like to be, in my opinion bro you're not a real relationship unless you've made it around the sun twice you know like you you, you gotta you gotta make that trip you gotta make that trip two times before it's real before it's solidified in the universe Cause a year, like a year, a year is not a long time. To be honest, two years isn't a long time. But in two years, you know, 
at least a person's tendencies. You know what I mean? Like you, you've kind of started to figure out who they are as a person. You know what I mean? Maybe, you know, the things they believe, their essence, you know, you, you become familiar with the energy they carry in their day to day life. You know, the, the guard is down, the, the mask is off by the time you're in there for two years. And, uh, you know, we had this, this couple came and, you know, as, as a lot of, uh, fresh couples who have broken past that honeymoon phase of things being all nice and lovely and great and uh, flirtatious, you know what I mean? Uh, there tends to be a lot of bad arguments and, uh, this couple had, um, probably one of the most dramatic arguments I've seen in person, uh, since I moved out of my parents' house. And that's saying something. Because they broke up in my living room. I don't know. I don't know if that's ever happened to you in your home. And another couple, you know, is invited into your home. And then they break up in your living room. And then just leave you uh, in the midst of that breakup, uh, you know, remnants or whatever. You know, got a little breakup crumbs around here, you know. It's just... Oh, it's just a lot, you know. I don't understand. I and it was, ugh, it was something. There is so much more, you know, to that, to that story. And you know, you, you know what? It's I'm gonna drop the full story, you know, once y'all subscribe to the Patreon. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna get this Patreon going for all twelve of you that listen to every episode, and uh, you know. Hopefully y'all niggas got five dollars every month or something like that, you know, to listen to exclusive uh, personal stories. But yeah, like there's a, there's just there's just so much, bro. There's just so much. There's so much going on. But at the end of the day, this couple uh, broke up in my living room. And listen, I'm like me and my girl, we don't really we don't argue like that. You know, we have disagreements. You know, but we try not to argue. There's a difference. You know, a disagreement. You is usually a clashing or misunderstanding of perspectives, and there just needs to be a clear communication of where each perspective is coming from, and uh, the facts, whether hard or soft, you know, what facts they they're bringing to the table, uh, you know, kind of and just sorting through them, doing the T chart, you know, pros and cons, you know, how is this actually affecting us? You know, you say you feel this. You want to change it and do this. Well, how is this actually going to affect us? What is the situation actually? That's a disagreement that leads to a productive conversation to fixing the issue in a relationship. But an argument that is just people yelling and fussing for an unnecessary amount of time. You know, like like if, if you're I'm gonna keep it hot. If you're in a relationship and it seems like every time you guys don't agree on something. Uh, the only way for it to even be resolved or at least end is for someone to yell, you know, or threaten or throw something. You know what I'm saying? Not saying that those things happened here. It was just a lot of yelling, you know. And I don't know about you or your parents or whatever, but I'm a I'm a very big fan of, you know, inside voices uh, in my home. You know, I'm a really big fan of inside voices in my home unless I'm doing the podcast. And that's, you know, but that that's me working, you know. <clears throat> but, you know, they, they, they started arguing so bad to the point that my girl uh, got upset and started yelling 
at both of them. And uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a grown person have to yell at two other grown people uh, about an argument that has nothing to really do with them. It's a bit, um, I mean, it's entertaining because it's just like, damn, y'all made her so mad with your anger that she's just like, I can't take it no more. But also it's kind of like, I don't know. I'm, I'm just, I'm not. Like, I feel like that's an effect that like children, that like only children should have, you know? Because children have, like, no fucking empathy or sympathy, and they're fucking petty. Kids are petty as fuck. Kids are super fucking petty. So, I mean, you just, sometimes you just got to yell at them niggas. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're kind of nitpicky. Some of them, you know, especially you get, bro, you get a you get a young kid that's been through a lot, and, just, and it's just a little, he just picks up on stuff a little too quick, bro. You hear some smart mouth shit. You know, usually I would have examples, but I I, I I couldn't think of one. You know, I couldn't riff one off the dome right there, off the cuff, if you will. Yeah. Shouts out to my day ones. Salt, salt. Uh, what else has been going on? What else happened? Oh, yo, listen, the cause, the cause is free. You know, I don't know how y'all feel about it. You know, I don't know what your, uh, what your stance on. Bill Cosby and, you know, the Me Too era, you know, you know what I mean? all that stuff, all um, stuff that needed to happen. But, you know, I know it's I know it's more niggas doing shit right now that we're just overlooking because we so big as we so busy, like, you know, looking in the past or whatever. You know what I'm saying? That shit done. But. uh Yeah. I don't know, people were upset about him getting released. And, you know, if I'm being 100% honest, I thought that nigga was dead already. I 100% thought Bill Cosby had already died in jail. You know, I was... And in a little bit, bro, a little bit, I'm kind of like, you know, I was a little relieved because I was just like, you know... Once COVID hit, I was like, oh, that, that nigga's a goner, bro. You know, Kodak was trying to get out, you know what I mean? <laughs> What's just trying to get out? Fucking um, what's that nigga's name? Oh lord, his name done escaped me. The dude who dropped hot nigga, you know what I'm saying? Bobby Schmurder. Bobby Schmurder was trying to get out of jail because uh, of COVID. There was somebody else trying to get out of jail because of COVID. I think TK and YNW Melly, all the niggas was trying to get out of jail uh, for for the coronavirus and. You know, I was I was kind of surprised they didn't let Bill Cosby go then, and that was kind of why I thought he died. All the other uh, old ass niggas was getting out of jail. Or at least other celebrities were getting out of jail. But yeah, the, the boy. See, and uh, when I when I was kind of, I don't read. Uh, when I was kind of, uh, you know, browsing through the bullet points, you know, the 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 key key takeaways, you know what I'm saying, at the, at the top of that Washington Post article, or I, I, I don't know, listen, bro, I don't know where I read it, you know, I just know that he's out and people don't like it. Um, 
and uh, I guess the uh, the court had just overturned the charges. And uh, you know, I'm gonna be honest. He served the minimum sentence for that, so I'm like, regardless of what would have happened, he's already served his minimum time. So he was either going to get out this year or next year or the year after. Uh, but to be honest, I wouldn't have. Uh, to be honest, I, I, w- I was not going to give him uh, to 2025, if we're being real. If Bill Cosby would have stayed in prison, I, was, I w- wasn't going to give him until 2025. I think he would have been gone. Like I said, I thought he was dead. But uh, apparently people just are upset that the statute of limitations is a thing, you know. And, you know, it, listen, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know, bro. Be careful what you wish for, bro. Be careful what you wish for because we get rid of these statute of limitations, bro. A lot of rap careers got to end. A lot of rap careers got to end if we get rid of the statute of limitations. You know, Two Chains wouldn't have dropped neither of his last couple albums if it wasn't for the statute of limitations. You think OJ would have wrote that book? That was more double jeopardy than anything, but you, you understand what I'm saying now. You know? Also, I'm, listen, I'm, like I said, I don't read. Didn't he already go to trial for some of these? You know what I'm saying? So like, there, I feel like there were like some double jeopardy throwouts. You know what I mean? In there, I don't read. Felicia Rashad, you know, uh, considered it a right, a right, a ooh, a wrong from the justice system that has now been righted. You know, so she is in support of Bill Cosby being free, and uh, she was just recently. Uh, appointed the dean of something, you know. She was she was the dean of something at, at Howard University, and after she had you know tweeted her support of Bill Cosby being released from jail, she I don't know if she was asked to step down or I don't you know, but people were mad. And I'm gonna keep it hot. I'm a big Felicia Rashad fan, you know. I know she old, but you know she can still you know what I'm saying get these kids, you know. I don't I don't give a fuck, you know. You know, and you know, I'll I'll visit, but I'm, I'll, I'll let Cliff and Claire raise them kids. You know what I'm saying? As they own, bro, I'll just be on Guap. You know, Ugh. but yeah. So apparently, people are mad at Felicia Rashad, and I think that is. Uh, I I just think you know, that is just we we should not be going after that queen. She is so old, and she still looks so good, bro. What's up? Let's talk about it now. Let's talk about it now. I think I think everybody's talking about the wrong thing. I think we should all be talking about how Felicia Rashad still looks this good. Uh, let's see what else had happened this past week. Oh, uh, just so y'all know, I'm doing a little bit of a day drinking, you know. A little bit of vodka mixed with some juice, you know. Or right, right now it's vodka mixed with some orange juice. I have vodka and like this. I think, I don't know if I got like just like a bad bottle of cranberry juice or whatever from Harris Teeter. But that shit was, it was in my refrigerator, but the top was frozen. You know, like the just the top, like inch or so of the bottle was just solid ice. And it just made the whole bottle of cranberry juice watery. So, you know, when you try to pour, you know, 
vodka in that. Uh, you just have watery ass vodka uh, with cranberry with hints of cranberry, pretty much, and that's not, not good. You know, just a not. It's it's literally it's 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 like it's like you tried to pour like a soda and it was just already flat. I don't know how juice goes flat, but someone uh, made cranberry juice go flat in the refrigerator and also freeze in the refrigerator, which I don't understand how ice formed above freezing temperatures. And you would think that the ice would have just would have like honestly just kept the, the cranberry juice extra cold, you know? Cause it wasn't like there wasn't like uh, ice in the cranberry juice. Like there was a gap between the ice and the cranberry juice. Unless you just weren't paying attention when we picked up that bottle. But yeah, yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is, you know, I'm a little tipsy, you know, during this podcast. Am I still going to do a mic tonight? Probably. But uh, I'm trying to uh, cut my spending, you know, outside of, you know, groceries and business. You know what I'm saying? Like trying to keep all my uh, all my expenses very business related, you know. It's like, you know, David, you got business, all right? Then you got pleasure. But you know what? Right in the middle is weed, you know. Like weed is on my grocery list, you know. Not this time, but... In general, sometimes, you know, you just got to sometimes it's just up there. It's just up there. I have been uh, I've been trying to do less uh, smoking, you know, it's been kind of not working like this past week. I'm gonna keep it hot this past week. It was just a lot, you know, got to argue with my dad, you know, just it was just a lot going on. You know what I mean? <sighs> you know what I'm saying? People die. You know it was just a lot. You know, so, you know, I, I smoked a little more than I should have last week. Uh, but even then, that even just kind of raised the, uh, the the flag a little more. I was like, you know, David, David, are you using this as a coping uh, mechanism? But uh, that's besides the point. I'm trying to not spend so much fucking money uh, on other things, you know, like like drinks at places. I, I was doing a real good job for a while and not getting drinks when I went to, uh, you know, bars and when I did shows, like if, if they weren't free drinks, I wasn't getting it. But lately, you know, I've just been, you know, I'll get a little drink of poop, you know, a beer or, you know, go, uh, you know, to be honest, bro, I love, a, I love a nice whiskey and uh whiskey and ginger or uh, a whiskey and Coke. I prefer whiskey and ginger, you know, a Jack and Ginger, or Maker's Mark uh, and Ginger, actually. But, uh, yeah. I used to be really into drinking. Like, uh, when I was doing, I was doing a comedy festival in Raleigh, uh, North Carolina. I was with well, the Oak City Festival. Shout out to Shari Diaz and, uh, and uh, Matt White and whoever else was involved with setting up the Oak City Comedy Festivals in Raleigh or whatever. But, you know, uh, Mello fucking put me on. To uh, the Moscow Mule, bro. That Moscow Mule, I think, was it like some vodka, you know, some some ginger beer. I think there's like some bitters, and you might got like a lime or something in there, bro. Oh, mm, oh, ooh, it was just delicious, bro. Solid Moscow Mule. Uh, but 
Yeah. But that was also, that was when, like, you know, I'll go to a show, I might throw back three or four of them things, boy. And they serve them in the big mugs now. Big mugs. Yeah. Uh, shit. Uh, so, you know, the, um, you know, like the fucking pageants and shit. I guess it's pageant season. You know, I guess award season and pageant season kind of go hand in hand. You know, people are looking for validation in the summer, you know. Trying to look cute, be sexy, be a thought, you know, whatever's hot right now. And uh, this year, uh, a transgendered woman, or well, I guess the first uh, openly identifying transgendered woman uh, won the Miss Nevada uh, competition. And it was going to go on to compete for Miss USA. And uh, I have nothing against, you know, people, you know, identifying with, you know, whatever. Because, you know, at the end of the day, it don't affect me. You know, if uh, there's a good chance that I won't ever see you again. And if you're someone that I feel like I'm going to see often, then, you know, I'll learn it just out of respect, you know. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm kind of like, you know, do you, bro, bro, you know what I mean? Whatever. Uh, but I will say this, ladies. I will say this. I haven't seen a lot of uh, transgendered men winning anything. If I'm just being honest. I, if I'm just being, I have not seen a lot of women become men and be good at anything. But I've seen a lot of men become women and start killing shit. Like, you know, at first it was sports, and now, like, we're just killing the bad bitch game, you know? Like how We got... How, bro, we are taking over hot nigga and uh, hot girl summers. What's up? Or what's it called? City boy and uh, hot girl summers. You know, I'm not, I'm not a pop, pop culture nigga. I'm trying though. Like, I'm really trying to get into like, you know, I'm, I want to be up on like current events. You know, I'm tired of going, you know, out in public and then, you know, people say, oh, have you heard of? And I just be like, nah, but have you watched this cartoon on Hulu? When was the last time you watched Chowder? You know, when his mentor comes back and tells him how he messed up those uh, wontons. Right? No one ever wants to talk about that. Yo, Mung Doll from Chowder has been fiending for bitches since he was a little boy, bruh. Since he was... Mung Doll, to be honest, is David Decoro. He's a great comedian, whatever, bruh. But, you know, he is Mung Doll. Ladies, 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 ladies. The boy is constantly in heat, trying to impress these bitches now. Trying to impress these bitches. Uh, but yeah, ladies, step your fucking game up. You know what I'm saying? You wanna, you wanna be a man. You know what I'm saying? Be a man. Then goddamn, win something. Win something, bro. You can't become a man, get out man, and then let a man become a woman, then out bitch you. You know what I'm saying? Is that problematic, what I just said, huh? Let me know, bro. Cancel me, boy. I'm ready. Shout out to Tiffany Haddish. <laughs> uh, more competition news. Sha'Carri Richardson, you know, got into that whole little weed debacle, you know what I'm saying, over the marijuana, you know. And uh, I don't know if you heard this episode, the last episode, big fan of marijuana, this guy right here, big goo up, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, what can I say? It's, it's helped me in my lifetime. You know, I hope it continues to help other people as long as, you know, people don't abuse it, blah, 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 blah. But, uh, you know, Shakira, uh, Richardson, uh, if you don't know, 
uh, is arguably the fastest woman uh, alive or ever. You know, she's just just uh, naturally just gifted, explosive athlete. You know, and I actually, you know, and I, I've never really been like a track and field guy. You know, my my girlfriend. She uh she ran track and field uh in school and shit like that. Well, like in middle school, you know what I'm saying? She ain't go to college or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? Not for track and field, you know. But you know, you know, it's uh I understand that it's a sport. Even though in my opinion, track and field, I'm like, yo. It's just It's like it's only track and field is only a little bit more exciting than baseball, you know. Like not by a whole lot. Like don't pat yourself on the back for it, but it's only a little bit more interesting than baseball. The only thing is, you know, there's I feel like there's no atmosphere at a track meet. At, at a baseball game, there's atmosphere. You know, what I'm saying they're playing songs. You know, it's it's a good time. You know, people are throwing prizes at you, throwing T-shirts. You know, they keep the audience engaged. People are playing games, you know. You know, me and my girl went, went actually me and my girl, we went to a, a Greensboro Grasshoppers game. I've probably told this story already, but it's whatever. You're gonna hear it again. Uh me and my girl went to a Greensboro Grasshoppers game, uh, with their with her parents. And um listen, like a good like I don't know, I don't know what it is, I don't know what it is about baseball. It's just it's like the first couple of innings are like hella exciting. And then it's like, it's kind of like teams, you got to be going back and forth the whole game to really keep me interested and motivated uh, the whole time, you know? Because when we went to a fucking uh, Grasshoppers game, uh, me and her dad were just watching like NBA playoff games and shit like that. Now that I say that, I think I said this already. But you know what? You heard it again. Baseball is slightly less boring. Or slightly more boring than track and field. But anyway, I was watching. Uh, I was watching some of the Olympic trials, and uh, I was like, you know what? Let, let me watch some of, some of Shakira uh, Richardson's uh, races and shit. And uh, yo, I'm gonna keep it hot. That bitch is out here, and I just feel like the world is mad uh, that they found out that she's been running in slow motion this whole fucking time. I don't think we can handle that. Like it, imagine, imagine how she's going to be after this little soft thirty-day ban, you know? Because you know, at first they were like, "Oh, she's not going to get to compete in the Olympics at all," and then you know, you and then you know, I'm gonna keep it hot. Black people, bro, we overreact sometimes to stuff, but you know what? We, you know, when we when we overreact on little shit, they listen, you know. But uh, yeah, people were really mad about her, like potentially not uh, being able to go to Tokyo. Uh, for testing positive for weed, which is, I don't know who really needs to hear this, but marijuana is not a performance enhancing drug, you know. I don't know where y'all got that from. Uh, two of the best Olympians of our time uh, have both openly admitted to regularly using marijuana. Shouts out to, ooh, excuse me. Shouts out to Michael Phelps and uh, Usain Bolt. You know what I'm saying? Big long leg step out here. Uh, yeah, Shakira Richardson, that bitch is fast, bro. You know, and I am looking forward to what she's gonna do sober. 
uh, in Tokyo because I think I think people are going to be I think people are going to see her run 100% clean and sober and they're not going to like it and they're going to make it legal to smoke weed in the Olympics you know just to make sure that all the black Americans continue to smoke weed and be too high on competition day bro because you already know the NFL the NFL has already you know kind of been like you know hey we don't really give a fuck uh, like we're not going to test for uh, for cannabis anymore for marijuana and uh, and you know let's let's be honest the NFL has never been you know on the uh, on the frontier of uh, social change so in terms I feel like they really just did that to shut niggas up you know like the only thing the NFL cares about is shutting niggas up and keeping poor white people happy. You know, as long as the NFL continues to give poor white people something to root for uh, every fucking fall, then they're going to be okay. You know, they're going to be okay. But I think the NBA, I think to be honest, I think America could like start to go under and I think the NBA is going to last, you know, maybe Major League Baseball just because there's so much money behind it. But I feel like the NBA, the NBA is, you know, it's a lot, it, it would be a lot easier for them to just kind of be like, you know what, we're going to just completely move to like Canada or something like that. Because it's not the like, it's not an American league, you know what I'm saying? It's just a national league. What nation? We don't know. They got a team in Toronto. They used to have a team in Montreal, right? The Montreal Grizzlies, right? Now the Memphis Grizzlies. Like, are, are there even grizzly bears in Memphis, Tennessee? Like, or even in that area? I don't know. Uh, I'm not good at geography. I'm going to keep it high. I'm not. I'm not a just. I'm just not a well-rounded person as far as just. I, I can tell you a lot of, like, dumb things that don't mean nothing. But you want to ask. You want to ask me a real question about the real world, bro? Uh, come on now, bro. But you know, I'm not sure. But I, but what I can do is creatively interpret things I've seen on Netflix or YouTube. That's what I can do. You know. Oh boy. Uh, Britney Spears, you know, was out here living a Tyler Perry movie. That's nice to see. Um, you know, I I feel for, I feel for Britney Spears. I think it's fucked up. Britney Spears is a grown ass woman. Her daddy still control her life. But, you know, a bit sometimes it's like that. You know what I mean? You know what? You know what, white ladies, bro? I'm going to give y'all some advice, bro. For all of y'all who think that your parents are too controlling, bro, go, go ahead. Fuck a black dude, bro. See what's up, bro. Have a black baby. Go have a black baby and see how much freedom you get. A lot. You get so much freedom once you, once you got a black baby. Is that true? I don't know. I don't know. I have neither a white woman or a black baby. So, I'm currently outside of both circles of this Venn diagram. I have, though, been a black baby. And I fucked a white woman, you know, not necessarily at the same time. In that order, you know, I was a baby and then, you know, it happened. But other than that, you know, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of outside the situation. But you know, but seriously, 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 white 
white ladies, white chicks, you know what I'm saying? You, you know, if you're between the ages of like, you know, 18 and like 24, 25, and you're just like, yo, my, my parents are just kind of fucking controlling. They're always like, bro, bring that black dude home, bro. You know, I know you know a nigga on the basketball team who's been trying to smash. What's up? You know? That goes for all of you, bro. From the cheerleaders to the big bitches, you know? It's a, it's a nigga looking at you somewhere. Ready to change your family situation. Yeah, you know, Britney Spears is kind of out here just, you know, living that abused life, you know. She's been doing so many things to let people know that she is in constant danger. Y'all see what happened to Kesha? Y'all saw what happened to Kesha, and that wasn't even her daddy. So what you think is going to happen with Britney Spears and her, her like, real dad? Like, like this nigga, like, bi like biologically and, like, you know, to apparently to some degree still legally, you know, owns this bitch. Do you, th do you think Britney Spears is dependent on this nigga's taxes? You know, he just gives her an allowance. Also, I'm like, you know, Britney, you know, when that nigga die, you know, ideally you get most of your shit back, right? When your daddy died. As long as he don't, like, you know, write no crazy shit in his will. Which, you know, honestly, looking at the situation, you know, probably didn't. You know, he probably, you know, said some wild shit, you know, left it to the family tortoise, you know, who's going to live two or three generations uh, beyond you. Maybe that baby gets something. Now that baby's not your manager. No, we always talk about Britney Spears, bro. And, you know, Britney Spears going through all these meltdowns and breakdowns and all that shit, all these legal troubles. How was that baby doing? You know, if I'm being honest, I haven't seen Britney Spears' baby since she saved since she shaved her fucking head, you know. So, I mean, I'm concerned about that baby. You know, I'm concerned, I, if I'm being honest, bro, I'm concerned about a lot of babies, you know. I think social services and, like, CPS, you know what I'm saying, it's not enough of them out here. But also, the whole fucking, the whole system is fucking, you know, fucked up for these kids, goddamn. Oh, it's so fucked up for these kids, goddamn. Yeah, so. Goddamn, Brittany. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. I just don't understand how you let that happen to that degree, you know? Like, like you, at one point, like Justin Timberlake, that ain't happened to Justin Timberlake. That even happened to Jamie Lynn, you know? But is is Jamie Lynn like the least favorite? Uh, is Jamie Lynn the least favorite child because she was on Nickelodeon instead of Disney? Zoe One Hundred and One was still a good show. Also had black dudes in it. Mickey Mouse uh, Clubhouse, whatever. Not Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. No, the Mickey Mouse Club. Is that what it was called? Nobody in here to answer me. Am I gonna look it up? Probably not, bro. Probably not. You know, it was no black kids in the Mickey Mouse Club, you know, so. Mistake number one, should have went to Nickelodeon and, uh, you know, been with some black dude, right? Like, wasn't it like Cal Massey's older brother, like one of the Massey brothers? You know, the dude who played Corey in the house? His brother, though. 
Is that what they're doing? Is is that the thing? I didn't even know. I didn't even notice that. Is that like the the Disney Nickelodeon uh, sibling exchange? They just split them. Viacom and Disney got joint custody of the uh, of the Spears children. This is going good, you know. Uh, I'd like to think that this is going great. Uh, woo! All right. Listen, we're we're we're, we're going to hit this forty minutes, you know. We're going to hit this forty minutes. We're going to do it. All right, you and me's together, you know. Holds my hand, and we gonna make it to this forty minute mark. Uh, I I don't know if you guys have been keeping up with basketball, but Chris. Paul is finally going to the NBA Finals. It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy, brother, to see the point God out here getting what he deserves out here in this league, bro. Everybody was talking shit. Fuck you, Skip Bayless. Skip Bayless is the... Bro, Skip Bayless talks the most shit. I would say Skip Bayless talks more shit than Stephen A. Smith, but Stephen A. Smith at least has something to say. You know what I mean? Is that a hot take? Fuck Skip. Even though Skip do got the drip. Skip Bayless said that Chris Paul was more famous for his State Farm commercials than he was playing basketball. The nerve of this man. The nerve of him. To say that about a great. And I hope Chris Paul shows Skip Bayless what the fuck is up. You know, I hope he shows old bitch Bayless that he is the point guard. He out here getting these rings, you know. I think it is going to be an exciting uh, NBA Finals, though. You know, the Phoenix Suns versus the Milwaukee Bucks. Everybody's competing for their first ring. No, I don't think anybody on either team has finals experience outside of Jay Crowder, you know. And that's, uh, that's not, uh, I would say that's neither good or bad, but you know, it's too early to really judge, you know, all I do know is that people are going to play hard, you know, I don't know if, you know, to be honest, yo, high key, high key, how I really feel, bro. I don't know how Giannis's knee is, you know, then, you know, Giannis's knee just, you know, he, well, he hyperextended it on, if you don't know what that is. It's like, you know, he jumped up, and when he landed, his knee bent backwards, you know. You know, it didn't snap. It just kind of bent backwards, and, you know, he had to quickly get off of that, you know. But uh, I don't know if he'll be playing uh, on Tuesday. Tuesday. But, uh, yeah, I, my, my genuine opinion, my genuine uh, opinion uh, I think the Phoenix Suns are going to win, but I th- and I think it's going to go to a game seven, six or seven. You know, I don't think I don't think anyone's going to do it, clean it up in five. I think it will go six or seven games, and I do think the Phoenix Suns are going to win. And I feel like what it really is about, I feel like it's about whoever can win back to back games first. You know, if you can come out and you know bust out that two zero, you know. 
or even even if you're down one, you know, it's just coming out, being down one, making it that quick, 2-1, your advantage. You know, win two in a row real quick. I feel like that's uh, what it would come down to. To give yourself a nice little moral boost there, you know. Um, fuck. Yeah. Well, what about you guys? How have you guys been? You know what I mean? How, how, how was your week last week? You know, what'd you do last weekend? How was your fourth? I didn't even mention the fourth of July because, uh, you know, just, you know, didn't, didn't do nothing for it. You know, didn't, didn't, uh, didn't celebrate this country on its birthday. You know, am I a bad American or a good black person? All right, there we go now. Hell yeah, we out this bitch. 40 minutes out here. Oh, yeah, boy. Uh, shit. Um, listen, appreciate you guys for, uh, listening, you know, uh, hey, you know, if you're, if you're in the Greensboro, North Carolina area and you listen to this before the weekend hits on Sunday, July 11th at 8 PM, I'm going to be at the idiot box downtown. Uh, with some dope ass comedians, fucking JD Etheridge, Dehaj, Hedrick, uh, Alexander Stone. It's gonna be there, fucking and Dara Willie. Uh, some other dope ass uh, comedians I can't think of uh, off the top of my head that are on that show. But uh, yeah, we're doing uh, doing you know what I'm saying. Everybody trying to get a little bit of a uh, excuse me, recording in, you know. Little, 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 little live recording, you know what I'm saying? So we can all continue to progress in this, uh, this entertainment, uh, industry, you know? So, uh, you know, hey, if you're in the area and you're free Sunday, July 11th, uh, at 8 p.m., hey, come out to the idiot box, um, laugh at a nigga or other people or not at all, you know what I'm saying? If you don't want to come, hey, go fuck yourself. You ain't got to listen to this podcast no more. Um, or actually, you know, do listen to this podcast because, uh, you know, it's the only other way you would get to hear my voice uh, if you don't fucking come see me. Uh, but yeah, so follow me on Instagram and, you know, uh, social media, all that shit. Go out with the OOT, G-O-O-W-A-P-W-I-T-D-A-O-O-W-A-P. Uh, that's on Instagram and Facebook. And that's also my Twitch if you want to watch me uh, stream on Twitch. I'll be on there every now and then. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Sir Gua. And uh, yeah, fucking like this podcast, subscribe to this podcast, rate it, comment, share that shit. You know what I'm saying? DM a nigga, follow me, like shit. You know all that, all that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Be a good human being. You know what I'm saying? Don't just leave me out here hanging. Listen to my voice like some fucking weirdo. You know what I mean? Let's interact. Let's be friends. I'm trying to. I'm lonely, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to have friends. I'm trying to trying to talk to people, shout, you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of, you know, give me a shout, you know? Slide in my DMs, what's up? I might hit you back, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Just don't say no weirdo shit, you know? Don't ask for no uh, creepy pictures, you know what I'm saying? I'm a little self-conscious of my toes, you know what I'm saying? I don't like to show off my belly roll like that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but... If you want to talk about, you know, cartoons, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, nigga. 
hit a nigga up now. Uh, yeah that's the fucking podcast rest in peace renee luna i love you bro you know i hope you're up there still making people laugh i love you guys thank you for listening to this uh go fucking hug somebody go tell somebody you love them because you know you never fucking know you know you never fucking know so hell yeah be easy